Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So could I be wrong about a recession? We've had some shocking data that just came out that suggests maybe I better rethink my base case. Let's go over to CNBC, check out this data. We're going to go over to Zero Hedge. We're going to look at a couple charts. We're going to connect some dots over probabilities. All right, first and foremost, CNBC homepage here. Let's just check out the 10-year treasury. I know a lot of you have been following this very closely, but for those of you who haven't, the 10-year treasury went all the way down. In fact, let's look at a, well, we can kind of eyeball it right here. We were down under 3.8, just a matter of, uh, call it three weeks ago. So 3.8 as of three weeks ago. And now we have really just skyrocketed straight up to 4.14. Now, why is this important? Why does this suggest that I could be wrong or the base case could be, or uh, excuse me, the yield curve could be wrong? And this suggests the central planners could be right. CNBC, Jim Cramer, Jerome Powell, <laughs> Joe Biden. They could be correct. Maybe, maybe this is this yield curve thing. It's antiquated. It doesn't work anymore. It's just a, a, a nothing burger that we should ignore because now with quantitative easing and the feds are more proactive and we have all this fiscal spending that's going to trickle through the economy over the next couple of years. I mean, unemployment rate almost at all time lows, jobless claims. We're going to get to that in a moment. The lowest level since 1969. This is not what you would see during a recession. In fact, it's what you would see if the economy was booming. The only outlier, I'm playing devil's advocate here, is this, this yield curve thingy that for some, for some reason, all these people on YouTube like to cling to. Like it's their little safety blanket or something like that. Okay, and I've also said on this channel that when I know I could be, or I'm likely wrong, is when we have an uninversion due to a bear steepener, which is the long end of the curve going up and up and up, up higher and faster than the front end of the curve. That's key. And if it's sustained, if it just does it really quick, that's one thing. But if it's sustained for a month or two, then I need to reanalyze my position. And right now, interest rates are going up. There is no doubt about it because we've had all of this good news, and therefore, growth and inflation expectations are increasing. And as you would expect, the 10-year treasury is going up higher. All right. Well, let's look at what the two-year treasury is doing. The two-year treasury is doing the exact same thing. It's going straight up now at 4.36. And I just did a, a <clears throat> an interview with Jeff Snyder on Friday because the two-year treasury yield had crashed all the way down to 4.1. And now it's back up to 4.36. So again, this is telling us that the market is expecting future growth and, and inflation to be higher than, it than what they're expecting on Friday. Okay, but one thing I want to point out here is the Delta has stayed very consistent. Because you remember what happened on Friday. The Delta was about 30 or 40 basis points. And then the two-year crashed down. Now, the 10-year went down as well, but not as fast or as far as the two-year. So the delta between the inversion, if you will, shrank, and that was a bull steepening. Okay, well, now we see both of them going up, but they're going up in lockstep. 
that inversion is not increasing. It's staying consistent. And I think that's a big deal. Because if we had this bull steepener, the market saying that, hey, George, you're wrong, then what you would have is the 10-year treasury going up at a faster clip than the two-year. And you would have that it shrinking even further as far as the inversion of the delta between the two. Very important that we pay attention to that. But now let's go over and look at oil prices. Because I think oil prices, although there's millions of variables, I think one of the strong cross currents is demand. And if we think the economy is doing better, and that all those bears and all those people that are predicting a recession, the yield curve, if, that, if they're all offsides, then you would expect oil prices to go higher because demand's going to increase because we're going to have this no landing. And we look at the price of oil up $74. Try to get a chart and we can see going back a month or so, you know, we're down at 68 and we climbed, uh, went up, then kind of back down, but we're up higher. So this would also suggest that the market saying, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe this hard landing thing, maybe we're just going to avoid it. Maybe this time it's different. Let's also check out Zero Hedge. Look at this article. Initial jobless claims plunge, plunge near 54-year low. I mean, this is staggering. So this is a chart. It's like the green line, initial jobless claims. As I don't know what the difference between the blue line, the SA and NSA. I'm not sure what that means. But uh, what they're pointing out is this green line that, as they say in the article, looks like uh, we are at the lowest levels since September of 2022. So when they're referencing 19, oh, here we go. So this is initial jobless claims, SI. So going all the way back to 1969, I guess they're saying that's the only time when it was actually lower in 1969. And I wonder if they adjust for population because that that would be a big deal, right? Obviously, the population is is way, way, way higher today than it was in 1969. So as, if this is a number that is not adjusted, well, then uh, you know, if we're comparing apples to apples, then the... Initial jobless claims would be much, much lower now based on the overall population as far as a percentage term, if you want to look at it that way. So then we can see some more uh, initial jobless claims. Look at this. Look at New York. My goodness. And all of these blue states, it's like their economy is just booming. So the main takeaway here is we are still inverted. Let me go to a chart of uh, the twos, tens. I know I've got that here. Here's the twos or excuse me, the three-month tenure. So still inverted by 137 basis points. <laughs> so <laughs> although the market is saying, okay, well, maybe uh, the data is a little bit better than we thought it would be, the market is by no means waving the white flag on the hard landing. Uh, you, there's no way that you could say that with a three- and 10-year inversion at, at over... 135 basis points. I mean, that that's, let me see if the max chart here so you can get an idea. Look at this. Going all the way back to 1982, I and mean, we haven't even been close to this level of inversion, which again, the reason that's a big deal is because that's the bond market signaling how it views the future of the of the uh, economy. Or it's, uh, it's an economic signal that you can, uh, basically tells you everything you need to know simply on the prices 
within this yield curve or the yields themselves, right? It's not a signal that the Fed is going to be dropping rates. It's a signal that the economy is very, very unhealthy. Kind of like my voice right now. (laughs) Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. But I know we've got, I've got a chart here of the spread between the two-year and the 10-year. So this goes back to what we were saying earlier where the spread isn't changing. Now, this steepening was a result of a bull steepener. Remember, this was a result of the two-year coming down, and now it's pretty much stayed consistent. Right? This was not a... Re- now, back here, like I talked about with Snyder, that was a result of a bear steepener along into the curve going up. Completely the opposite, oddly enough, of what we've seen lately. Although, on this chart, it looks identical. That's why the devil's in the details. Now, there's another thing that I would like to point out. It's simply the unemployment rate. And I had this question on one of our members of Rebel Capitalist Pro. And you could check that out at, at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. But one of our members on the live stream Sunday night asked me, they said, hey, when you had that conversation with Meet Kevin, I don't actually recall this part of the conversation, but uh, it, it seemed like he was saying that because unemployment is still very, very low, This means that there's a very low probability that we're headed into a recession because you would have to see, if we were headed into a recession, you would have to see unemployment skyrocketing. And this is a view that I completely disagree with. Uh, I I think Kevin's great, great kid, and I really get along with him, and uh, I would do anything to help him out. But, uh, you know, it's not that I see eye to eye with everybody. And I would just simply point out this chart. So the gray shaded areas are recessions, hard landings, if you will. Now, look at what happens prior to the recession. And this goes all the way up back to 1950s. In fact, uh, the late 1940s. You'll notice that does the unemployment rate skyrocket as you're going into a recession? No. In fact, if anything, it does the opposite. It goes down. Where unemployment skyrockets is when you are in a recession. Or even in some cases, it continues to go up after the recession is officially over. Look at this in the early 1990s. We see that unemployment rate came down, 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 and it wasn't at an all-time low, but it, relatively speaking, it was low. And then during the recession, the unemployment rate went up. And I'm just using the unemployment rate as a proxy for the overall job market or labor market. And then after the recession was officially over, March 1991, Unemployment went from 6.8 up to 7.8. You see, the point here is that when you look at the labor market, it's always a lagging indicator. 
Always, 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 always. Now, it, it may be a good argument as to why we're not in a recession right now as we speak. I, I can I can uh, I can respect that argument, and I think that has credibility. But it's it's a terrible argument as to why we're not going into a recession. All you have to do is look at this chart. So when it comes to the unemployment claims, again, lagging, 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 lagging. We got to look at forward-looking stuff, and that's the yield curve. And the bottom line is the yield curve is still massively inverted, massively inverted. But the yield curve is starting to uninvert, but it's not uninverting, at least of the last couple months, from a bear steepener, which is what you would expect if the market was betting on a no landing or soft landing. It's do it's uninverting as a result of a bull steepener. Even if the rates are going up on the twos and tens, they're still going up or down in lockstep, right? What we need to see in order for George Gammon to be wrong is the 10-year treasury going up faster than the two-year treasury to the point where it exceeds it and it stays higher, let's call it a month or two. Then you know, and I would come out and admit that there's a good chance that I have been wrong about that recession call. And it is true this time it's different. But what we're seeing, even though the rates have gone up, is we're seeing this the delta decline by the two-year getting closer to the 10-year. So make sure we're paying attention to this, guys. Whenever I speak at a conference or talk to people face-to-face, if they recognize me when I'm just kind of out in the street or an airport or something, uh, they always kind of ask me for advice. And I always say the simplest thing that you can do is just watch the two-year yield and the 10-year yield. That's all you have to do. Just use the KISS strategy. Keep it simple, stupid. (laughs) And when that two-year, if that two-year treasury goes back down below the 10 and stays there for, call it a month or two, you know that the stuff's likely going to hit the fan. But if the 10-year goes up faster than the two-year and stays uninverted for a month or two, then you know that this time it's likely different and I am likely wrong. But all you got to do is watch those two data points. It's really, really easy. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitals. I want to make a huge announcement here, by the way, that we were getting almost to the point where we're filled up on Rebel Capitals Live as far as speakers. Now, this is March, excuse me, May uh, 31st, I believe, Orlando. Same venue we had last year. Super excited about that. Let me just go over to some of the speakers here just so you guys uh, are keeping track because we've added quite a few. Uh, We're going to cap it out at probably 12 or 13 total. But uh, we've got yours truly there uh, speaking, whether you like it or not. Mike Green, Kenny McElroy, Jeff Snyder, Hartman, McIntosh, Mark Moss, Joseph Wang, Rich Cooper. Really excited to have Rich there. Uh, Barnes is going to be there talking about the freedom stuff. And we're going to have another couple... Heavy hitters, of course, and Viva might show up as a VIP guest. And well, you need to buy your ticket right now because Josh Lassard is a VIP guest, and you don't want to miss the opportunity to hang out with none other than Josh himself. So, <laughs> so go to Rebel Capitals Live right now. Get your tickets. The faster you buy the tickets, the cheaper they are. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon, and we'll see you on the next video.